The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, folks, and happy Friday to you as always. We are glad to have you with us. Today's show is the sequel, the part two of a show that we started last week. To explain to you a great program, if I do say so myself, it's called the Go Green Initiative. Now, the Go Green Initiative has a website that you can check out and follow along with us as we go through the show. Don't close this web browser, folks. Stay here with voiceamerica.com. But if you open a new tab in your uh, on your browser, you can go to gogreeninitiative.org. And if you click on the blog tab, then you'll be able to follow along with us. We've got a little slideshow there. We're giving you not just an audio presentation today, but you get a visual presentation with Go Green Radio. We're trying this out. People loved it last week. I'd love to hear your comments about it as we go through this special way of doing the show this week. So if you'd like to get in contact with me either now or later, you can email me at gogreenradio at gmail.com. I also want you to feel free to call in live today. If you've got any questions as we're going through the show, that number is 1-866-472-5788, and I'd love to hear from you. Well, the Go Green Initiative is kind of my fourth baby. A lot of you know that I have three kids, and the Go Green Initiative uh, is, is kind of my fourth child. I wrote the Go Green Initiative back in May of 2002, and uh, from its humble beginnings on literally my kitchen table, it's now the largest environmental education program in the world. And I want to talk to you today about why that is. Uh, it's not rocket science. It's actually a pretty simple concept. But we're now operating in schools and communities in all 50 U.S. states and in 36 countries around the globe. Kind of exciting stuff. And so we'd love to have you join us, and we'd love to have you participate Thanks to our sponsor, Covanta Energy, back in the summer, we were able to do some really neat stuff on the back end of our website to expand the capability of not just schools getting involved with the Go Green Initiative, but homes and businesses and other organizations. And so that part of our community, the Go Green Initiative community, continues to grow. We just had a couple of families from the uh, southeast region of the U.S. join this week, and uh, we want to welcome you to the Go Green Initiative and, of course, welcome you all to Go Green Radio. Well, if you've had a chance to open another tab in your web browser and go to gogreeninitiative.org, click on the blog tab, and then go to the very first blog you're going to see, which is an overview of the Go Green Initiative. Last week we went through one through seven of the slides there. So if you want to pick up where we left off last week, just to explain what this program is, you can advance the slides to slide number seven. And there you'll see a slide that talks about what makes the Go Green Initiative unique. You know, when I wrote the Go Green Initiative back in 2002, 
uh, there was no shortage of environmental education programs, um, but they tended to fit a mold that didn't quite work for schools. I guess my question as a mom of three kids in public schools was, hey, if we've had environmental education going on for the past 25 or 30 years in our country, why do I still see recyclable material in the garbage cans? Why do I still see lights on when the kids go to recess? And how come, you know, we're not doing a lot in terms of integrated pest management? We're spraying pesticides all over the place. So there were just a lot of things going on at the schools. And I live in Northern California. You'd think, gosh, if you live 25 miles from Berkeley, everybody's hugging trees and doing the right thing. But there were a lot of improvements that needed to be made. And at that point, environmental education programs, and some of these still exist, were typically written by government agencies. For instance, the uh, California Water Department or California Resources Department or fill in any state in the union, various state agencies developed educational curriculum that fit their agency's mission. So, for instance, uh, you had a lot of educational programs that were great with recycling, uh, great with energy conservation, etc. But what you didn't have was one panoramic, fully comprehensive environmental education program that would cover every aspect of a school's environmental footprint. So that's what the Go Green initiative was meant to accomplish. Another thing that really, I think, has made a big difference in how popular the Go Green initiative has become is what you'll see there on slide number seven, if you're on, on our slideware on the blog page of gogreeninitiative.org, and that is the program is centered absolutely around children. It's not that the Go Green Initiative enthusiasts, and by the way, there are 2.2 million uh, of them all over the world, um, but it's not that they don't love polar bears and spotted owls and trees. Of course they do, but really what brings people to the Go Green Initiative is that at its heart and soul, it's a child advocacy program. And so we talked a lot about how we're protecting children's health and children's future, uh, their capability to have natural resources through the Go Green Initiative and saving those natural resources for them to use when they're our age, uh, which, of course, we all feel very young. So, But one of these days, our kids are going to need the natural resources that we either save for them or take from them, and that's the whole idea about the Go Green Initiative. So I think one of the things that makes it very, very unique is that it is child-centric. Another thing that makes the Go Green Initiative really special in the environmental education space is that it's market-driven. You know, there's nobody involved in the Go Green Initiative uh, that has to be. Uh, there's no government mandate. There's no legislation. There's no payoff. Uh, we don't have the billions and billions of dollars it would take to give every school that gets involved with the Go Green Initiative a nice big fat stipend. Um, everybody who's involved with the Go Green Initiative is there because they want to be and not because they have to be. The program itself is actually free to schools and communities. So the growth of the Go Green Initiative, and like I said, it began on my kitchen table, is now just about to crest 2,000 schools that have 2.2 million students and well over a quarter of a million teachers involved daily in the Go Green Initiative, that growth has really been driven by people who see the program as something free, something easy, and something they want to do because it fits their school community. One of the other things that makes the Go Green Initiative exceptional and unique out there in the environmental education space is that we have measurable environmental benefits. And I'm going to show you that a little bit later. I'm going to show you how we measure success. And uh, unlike 
some other environmental education programs, we measure our success in real numbers. So you're going to see on a later slide, and feel free to skip ahead if you want to, that we measure success in the amount of stuff we keep out of the landfills. We can tell you how many pounds of various materials we've kept out of landfills. But we also can tell you how many metric tons of greenhouse gas emissions we've avoided, how many barrels of oil we've saved, how many gallons of water we've saved. Um, We know that we're actually having a positive impact on the environment. And so that's one of the things that makes the Go Green Initiative really special. Um, One of the things we also know is that people who are involved with the Go Green Initiative like it. Um, When they have a problem, when they have a question, they're able to get answers. They're able to get help. So we treat our schools that are involved with the Go Green Initiative like customers, and uh, we have a lot of customer satisfaction. We try to really do a great job of serving the needs of our schools. We want them to succeed. And one of the things you're going to see that is a real uh, differentiator between the Go Green Initiative and other environmental education programs is the source of our funding. Guess what? We don't take any taxpayer dollars. So your tax dollars are safe when it comes to the Go Green Initiative. Um, We don't take any government money. Uh, We don't take any government grants, Uh, especially those government grants that might have originated from fees that are paid by companies who get in trouble for polluting. Um, That's something that we definitely don't want to be a part of. And so uh, the source of our funding does not come from taxpayers, doesn't come from the government, doesn't come from schools who who are involved with the Go Green Initiative. We're funded primarily through um, corporate sponsors who believe in what we're doing and want to help us succeed, and sometimes generous individuals, too. seems like around the holidays uh, we get a few folks giving donations as gifts. Uh, they'll say to a friend or a family member, I donated to this charity in your name, and so we really appreciate that, and that keeps us going. One of the last things that I want to talk about that makes the Go Green Initiative super special is that we have a great rapport with the media, which means that for our client schools, for our schools that are out there working so hard to do what's best for their children, to do what's best for the environment, we've often been able to get them placed on radio, on TV, and in newspapers so that their local communities know um, just what a great job they're doing. So a lot of our schools are able to, uh, you know, get in touch with a local newspaper or television station and say, hey, we're involved in this global organization called the Go Green Initiative, and we're doing some special projects. Would you love to come and cover what our kids are doing at the schools? And it, it happens. It happens all over the country and now all over the world. So those are some of the things that make the Go Green Initiative a really special program. And if you'd like to advance to the next slide, for those of you who are following along, I actually created a little uh, visual presentation here so we can all be on the same page. If you go to gogreeninitiative.org, click on the blog page, you'll see that the first blog is called An Overview of the Go Green Initiative, and it's a little slideshow. So we're going through that together, and we're currently on slide number eight. Uh, That slide is going to talk to you about uh, something that I'm really proud of. You know, when you start a program like the Go Green Initiative, you never know how it's going to be received. You hope that people will love it. You hope that people will uh, feel really satisfied with what they're doing, but you can't be sure until you start it and then people react to it. But here are some of the comments that we have received back from principals, from teachers, from parents, and even students at schools. Um, they really feel like the Go Green Initiative is simple. 
And that's on purpose. I mean, when I wrote the Go Green Initiative, I was a parent at uh, my kids' public schools, and I could see that uh, teachers had a lot to do. They had a lot of instructional minutes to cover every year. Principals are busy women and men who are doing a lot of administrative work to help the teachers do a great job with the kids. And the last thing that they needed was additional curriculum, was more pressure from the outside of the school to do things that were uh, not going to be tested, things that were going to be in some ways uh, considered superfluous to the core mission of the school. So we wanted to make the Go Green initiative very, very simple and very, very easy to integrate into the school's modus operandi. So uh, essentially what we ask schools to do is absolutely nothing new. We tell them the Go Green initiative is not a new program that you have to be involved in. Instead, the Go Green initiative is a way of doing what you already do, but in a more environmentally responsible way. So oftentimes when I'm talking to teachers and principals, I'll pick up a piece of paper and I'll say, this is how simple the Go Green initiative is. You use a lot of paper every day, right? Well, at the end of its use, when you're done with the piece of paper, you could either put it in the garbage can or you could put it in a recycling bin. Now, you're going to take the energy to put it one place or another. Why not put it in a recycling bin? It's just that simple. So I'm not asking schools to do anything new, anything uh, difficult, but rather to do the things they already do with the environment, with the idea of saving natural resources for our children in mind. And a lot of schools really appreciate that because they say, hey, this is simple. We can do this. And it's very easy to integrate into every classroom. Every classroom has a garbage can. And guess what? If you get an old book box and label it recycling, you can put it right next to the garbage can and show the kids where it's at and what it's for. And guess what? Boom, overnight, every classroom can be recycling. And the Go Green Initiative uh, has a planning guide. We're going to talk about that. That walks through every step a campus needs in order to develop the Go Green Initiative on site. We'll be talking about that when we come back from commercial break. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Now, Mrs. Johnson, before we close on your mortgage loan, I want to make sure you remember Mike. Hi. You can trust me. I'm African-American, just like you. So here's the low monthly payments and interest rates we promised, and here's where they triple. The rest of this stuff is just here to make sure that we get your house when you can't pay us back. What a lovely house. 
Predatory lenders are never this easy to spot. Call us at 866-222-FAIR and protect yourself with the facts. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Fair Housing Alliance and the Ad Council. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, folks. So glad to have you, as always. I want to give a big shout-out to my tweets. I've got a lot of fun fans who listen to Go Green Radio who are my Twitter buddies. If you would like to become one of my Twitter buddies, it's really easy to find me on Twitter. It's Jill Buck, J-I-L-L-B-U-C-K. No spaces, no punctuation, just me. And so if you'd like to follow me, do so. And you can actually Twitter me questions anytime you like, during the show, after the show, around the show, wherever. Um, and I will try to get to all of your questions. Also, you can get to me through gogreenradio at gmail.com. I've already got a couple of questions in the queue that we'll be getting to during this segment. For those of you who are just joining us, I have a surprise for you. We're actually not just an audio experience today on Go Green Radio. We are also a visual experience. So if you'd like to open a new tab in your web browser, don't close this one. Keep listening to voiceamerica.com. But if you'd like to open a new tab, go to gogreeninitiative.org. 
click on the blog site, and there you'll see the very first blog is called An Overview of the Go Green Initiative. We started going through these slides last week on Go Green Radio. This is part two, part deux of the Go Green Overview. I want to bring this to you because after over a year and a half on Go Green Radio, I've never really told my listeners how I got involved in green to begin with. Everybody seems to come to this green table from a different perspective and in a different way. For me, it was back in May of 2002 when I wrote the Go Green Initiative. And as many of you know, it literally started on my kitchen table, and it's now sweeping the globe. We're in 36 countries, and we love to have our Go Green community listening to us on Go Green Radio. And many of our Go Green uh, Initiative Network folks have been on Go Green Radio. If you'd like to feature your school or your community on Go Green Radio, give me a shout-out at gogreenradio at gmail.com, and we'd love to share your Go Green Initiative success stories with our listeners. Well, we are on slide number eight, and we're talking about what makes the Go Green Initiative great in the eyes of our customers. What are they saying about the Go Green Initiative? That uh, third bullet point on the slide that we're looking at says it's flexible and respectful of site autonomy. What does that mean? Very simply, we're not pushy. (laughs) The Go Green Initiative is not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. It's a program that's designed to help schools, communities, homes, and businesses achieve their own goals and objectives when it comes to going green. If you go to the homepage of the website, gogreeninitiative.org, up in the upper right-hand corner, you're going to see a, a link called Planning Guide, and that is sort of the Bible of the Go Green Initiative. Um, that was something I wrote way back in the beginning of the program. It's designed primarily for schools, but even businesses and homes have been using it. We're going to be coming out with a new version of the Planning Guide very soon in the upcoming weeks for homes and for businesses and for other organizations because we're now getting churches and camps and other nonprofit organizations involved. So we're going to be bringing out a new line of, of planning guides soon. But if you take a look at that document, that is designed to help a community, whether it's a school community or uh, a city, whatever, develop their own goals and objectives around going green. And then my organization is here to help you if you run into any obstacles. So, for instance, sometimes... We have schools that say, you know, one of our goals is to make sure no paper from our school goes to the landfill. We want a really solid paper recycling program, but we don't know how to get somebody to haul it off of campus. If we separate it from our garbage, well, then what? Well, we have information on that in the Go Green Planning Guide in the appendix called Negotiating with Your Waste Hauler. But if you really hit a snag like we did, uh, we had a school way back, uh, I think this was in about 2004, and they were out in a very rural part of the state of New York. And there really was no, uh, no place for them to take their paper from the school. There was nobody willing to come out and haul away their paper. So they got in contact with the Go Green Initiative, and we said, you know what, I'm pretty sure we can help. Give us some idea of how much paper you could produce if we were going to try and convince somebody to come and haul it away without charging you an arm and a leg. And so they were able to quantify their weekly paper uh, recycling capabilities, And I called some of our national partners at the American Forest and Paper Association, and I said, hey, guys, can you help us find a paper broker in your area who would take this paper from the school without charging them 
so that they can do the right thing with their paper and, and not have to sacrifice other things that they could be using their money for. And it worked. And within a couple of days, we were able to help that school get a recycling program going on. And that's the kind of thing that um, we're really proud of. Um, we don't want to make schools do anything that's uncomfortable or doesn't meet their goals and objectives. But when they set their own goals and objectives and get fired up to meet them, then we want to make sure that they're successful. And that's where our partnerships um, really come into play. So let's talk about that. Let's advance to the next slide, which answers that question, who is involved with the Go Green Initiative? So advance to slide number 10. For those of you just joining us and you want to look at the slides, no worries. Go to gogreeninitiative.org, click on the blog tab, and then go to the first blog, and it's called An Overview of the Go Green Initiative. It's a little PowerPoint presentation. We're giving you an audio-visual experience today. So we're on slide number 10, and this is a list of U.S. state PTA, that's Parent Teacher Associations, that have formally partnered with the Go Green Initiative. You'll see a long and distinguished list there. Now, the states that you do not see there... Hey, don't worry. I know sometimes folks from New Jersey and folks from other states are saying, wow, how come my state PTA isn't involved? Well, maybe they are. Um, maybe school to school they are. But the state organization just isn't formally partnered with the Go Green Initiative because I don't know anybody there. Um, the states that you see here are uh, states where I knew uh, state-level PTA leaders. And so we partnered. And what does that do? Well, let's take, for instance, Texas. They've got well over 2,000 schools in the state of Texas that are part of the parent-teacher association. Well, when I send them information, they can turn around and send that to all of the schools in their network. So it's a very effective way of communicating uh, great ideas and best practices in the Go Green Initiative. It's also a way to leverage some of the partner organizations that that organization has. So, for instance... Two years ago, Casey Magnuson, at that time she was the Texas State PTA Environmental Coordinator. Hey, T Casey, love you. Hope you're doing well out there, giving you a big shout-out. She had a partnership with Keep Texas Beautiful, and the benefit that she brought to schools that were involved in both the Go Green Initiative and the Texas PTA was that she was able to get them a discount on joining Keep Texas Beautiful. And Keep Texas Beautiful had a lot of resources that helped schools who were involved with the Go Green Initiative achieve some of their goals under the, the, the auspices of the Go Green Initiative. So it's a great partnership. And these are the kind of things that we're able, able to duplicate over and over again with the partners that we have. If you look at slide 11, you'll see some of the corporate sponsors and partners that we've had uh, either now over time or ongoing. These are either companies or organizations who have supported us in one way or the other. Like, for instance, you'll see sort of in the middle of the slide the National School Boards Association. One of the things that they have appreciated about the Go Green Initiative and part of the reason why they gave us their uh, endorsement a couple, three years ago was that we are so respectful of school site autonomy. We're not in favor of uh, onerous mandates and legislation that override the local control of school boards. We would love for local school boards to adopt the Go Green Initiative, and many, many all over the country have, and then say, you know what, we're going to work together as a school district to become more environmentally responsible. School by school, um, at the school district level, we're going to institute policies and purchasing plans that help us do things like purchase recycled content paper or uh, become more energy efficient. Or in some cases, like for instance in the school district that my kids are a part of, the Pleasanton Unified School District, 
they decided that, you know what, we're going to even go solar. And now uh, more than half of the schools are powered by solar energy. So there's a great, great respect for local control and local uh, autonomy over schools. And that's why our partners at the National School Boards Association appreciate us so much. But these are just some of the, the entities that have supported the Go Green Initiative. There are many more. If you advance to slide 12, this is the exciting stuff, and I'm so excited to introduce this. How do we know that the Go Green Initiative is effective? How do we know that it isn't just another feel-good, kumbaya kind of program? Well, go to slide number 13 and chew on these facts for just a moment. We're going to be going to break in just a few seconds, but I want you to look at where we are now. Now, keep in mind, this is our market share. This is where we are in the year 2009. In the year 2002, this program was just an idea on my kitchen table. We've spread a long way in a short amount of time, and that's because people like me, people like you, have decided that, you know what, we love our kids, we're concerned about their future, and we're going to do things to protect natural resources now and in the future. And the Go Green Initiative is helping us all do that. We're going to talk more about this when we get back from commercial break. So don't go away, folks. We'll be back with more Go Green Radio. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. 
Welcome back to Go Green Radio, folks. Glad to have you, as always. Uh, I'd like to give a big shout-out to some of my Facebook friends who've been facing about Go Green Radio today. Um, They are Go Green Initiative enthusiasts, and I appreciate you guys so very much. You know, if you'd like to get involved with the Go Green Initiative safe space, now you can also get to me um, pretty easily on Go Green uh, or on Facebook. I'm just Jill Buck. Um, But you can also join our Go Green Faith Space, which is a fun place. We've got almost a 1,000 people uh, involved in our Go Green Faith Space on Facebook. Um, If you go to our website, which is www.gogreeninitiative.org, you will see some icons in the left on the upper left part of your screen that show you where we are at in the social media realm. And we are all over the place. We are kind of like the visa of social media. We're everywhere you want to be. So if you're on Twitter, if you like Facebook, if you're into YouTube, we're all over that spot. So uh, join us on Facebook. Our Go Green Face Space link is there on our homepage. And I'm hoping you're at our homepage anyway because today's Go Green Radio is kind of different, kind of fun. We're making it an audio-visual radio experience. We're going through a little PowerPoint presentation. I got an email on Radio at gmail.com from Jane in Texas. Hey, Jane, thanks for your question. She asked me, okay, you've got all these great numbers on how much you've recycled, which we're going to be getting to in just a moment. How do you know that information? And, Jane, it's as though you read my mind because that's what we're going to be talking about next. Folks, if you're just joining us, go to gogreeninitiative.org in a new web browser. Click on the blog tab and you'll see a slideshow there that we're going through called an overview of the Go Green Initiative. And we are now on slide 14. And that is where you are going to get the most up-to-date information on how much stuff our schools have recycled in the past three years since we've been measuring it. Actually, four years. Um, But we are really proud of these results. The fact is, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg because... Um, we have a lot of new schools who've just registered within the last six to eight months, and we haven't gotten reports from them yet, so their first one will be this December. Here's how it works, Jane, and for anybody else who is interested in how we glean this information, once a school or a home or a business or other organization registers with the Go Green Initiative, they have access to their very own little mini site for their school or their organization on our website. And part of that is a simple one-and-a-half-page document called Quantifying Your Waste Diversion, which is just a fancy way of saying measuring how much stuff you've recycled. And so that one-and-a-half piece of paper document, Word document, will help you learn how to weigh and to quantify uh, the recyclables that you pull out of your waste stream. And so every quarter in December and in March and in June, the schools or, or communities or entities who want to participate send us a very simple quarterly progress report. Those are QPRs. And we talk about those um, very often in our e-newsletters and how easy they are. We've developed um, a pretty sophisticated backside to our webpage. And as schools register, they can go to their little personalized site once they log in, and they'll see a link called Add QPR. When they click on that, what they get is a nice... Uh, one screen, very simple report with drop-down boxes that allow them to tell us how much paper, how much plastic, how much aluminum, etc. cetera, uh, they have recycled and they have diverted from their waste stream during that quarter. We take all of that information on the back end of our website 
and we can collate it either globally, and that's what you're seeing on slide 14. This is the global uh, figures for our Go Green initiative community, but we can also do that for a city, for a state. We can do trend analysis by grade level. Like, for instance, if somebody wanted to know what's the per capita paper recycling rate for middle schools across the country, we can do that. So we can take this information and actually help schools and communities bring recycling markets to their community. What we found is that sometimes we're noticing very high recycling rates in some parts of the country or in suburban areas, but maybe some of our urban or rural areas have a lower recycling rate. And we don't, you know, we don't jump down the school's throat. That's not what we do. We don't chastise anybody. We encourage and we celebrate um, great achievements. But sometimes we might reach out to a school that's got a lower uh, per capita recycling rate and say, are you having problems um, finding somebody to take your recyclables? And oftentimes the answer is yes. And so we'll engage with our partners at the National Recycling Coalition or their state affiliates to see if we can't help schools get what they need in terms of the resources and tools to do their very best, to do the kind of job they want to do in terms of recycling. So we take all this information. We say, great job, we celebrate. Sometimes we have corporate sponsors who will give prizes and grants to schools who do a great job with their quarterly progress reports. But the main thing that we do is what you're going to see if you advance to slide 15, and that is we take this information and answer the big question that I know everybody out there has, and that is, so what? (laughs) So you've recycled 7.6 million pounds of paper, Go Green Initiative family. What does that actually get us? Well, here's the answer. Um, On slide 15, you can see that we have avoided uh, over 3,800 metric tons of greenhouse gas emissions. We've saved 27 million gallons of water, uh, 34,500 barrels of oil. We have avoided the use of 67 billion BTUs of energy. That's not a small thing. That's a huge thing. And we've saved over 14,000 cubic yards of landfill space. So that answers the question, how do we know that the Go Green Initiative is effective? Well, we can measure it with very real terms. And that's one of the things that helps us with something I mentioned earlier in the show, and that is media relations. Um, There's no shortage of Go Green This and Go Green That and programs here and programs there. But a lot of journalists are actually interested in these kinds of measurements. And so if we have a school in Texas or California or uh, Bangladesh, which we do, we have schools in Bangladesh, we have schools in 36 countries, and the journalist says, okay, you're involved in yet another, you know, environmental education program, what have you done? Well, they can tell the media, they can tell their local newspaper or TV reporter, well, not only have we, you know, recycled on campus and we've composted on campus, we've saved energy on campus, but we're a part of a global network that has done this, and they can show them this information and say, we are having a real environmental impact. So, Jane, thanks for the question, um, and I hope that that answered your question. If it doesn't, call in. Um, you can call us at one 472 5788 Again, that's one 472 5788 For everybody who's just following along, that's okay. If you're a little shy to call in, that's all right because you can either Twitter me and Jill Buck on Twitter, or you can go to our Go Green face space on Facebook, or you can just email me at gogreenradio at gmail.com. For those of you following along at www.gogreeninitiative.org, you've 
clicked on the blog tab and you're on our, our website on our blog and going through the slideshow with us, we are now advancing to slide 16. And this is going to give you just a little bit of a snapshot of what we're able to do in public relations and outreach. And this isn't for us. Uh, this is for our schools. This is where we're able to say, wow, our schools are great. Uh, you know, uh, Tallahassee Democrats uh, newspaper there in Florida, here's what your schools are part of. And we can actually get them placed in a newspaper or TV ad or what have you um, to talk about what they're doing. But this is who we are as, as a global community. The Go Green Initiative website has gotten over 9.6 million hits this year. We want to thank you for checking out gogreeninitiative.org. Um, we love to have the interaction that we get with folks who visit our website. So please, if you haven't, check us out at gogreeninitiative.org. We have a newsletter that you can join. Um, we don't pester you to death with newsletters. It's once or twice a month. We come out with great, helpful tips and information. We also talk about some of the things that our communities and schools are doing to go green. And a lot of times we find that those best practices are things that really help folks uh, not reinvent the wheel. You know, if somebody's already got a great way to get students excited about energy conservation, we share those stories. And then that becomes something that you can replicate at your school. So if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, you can do that on our homepage. There's a button that says join our newsletter. Um, of course, those of you listening now know we're on Go Green Radio, and I hope you tell your friends because we love to have you on our show and, and a part of our Go Green community. As I mentioned before, we're all over social media, and we'd love to interact with you there. And some of our fun media hits, some of the, the great press coverage that we've received and some of the fun stories that our schools are out there telling can be found on the Press Room tab of our website. Well, let's go ahead and advance to slide 17. These are some of the questions that people ask me all the time, and so I'm going to answer them for all of you as though we were sitting around having a cup of coffee together at the local coffee house, and you wanted to ask me questions about the Go Green Initiative. The first one, and this is really important, and I think that this is one of the most legitimate questions, especially for teachers, that anyone could ask about the Go Green Initiative. They say, is this another curriculum? Because frankly, I've had it up to my eyeballs with organizations coming in with a, oh, can't you just add another hour to your instructional minutes for this great program, this great curriculum we've developed? Well, guess what, folks? I know how frustrated you are with that, and I know teachers and principals that you are busy. You've got instructional minutes and state requirements that really make it tough for you to add another curriculum, and I'm not asking you to do that. The Go Green Initiative is not a curriculum. Although we have some schools who want additional curriculum to augment what they're doing to teach kids environmentally responsible behavior, and we can help you find the very best in curriculum if that's what you want, uh, that's great, appropriate, that's in alignment with your state math, science, or social studies standards, we can help you vet and find the best curriculum. But the Go Green Initiative is really not about infusing more curriculum. It's about creating a culture of conservation on your campus. And it might be just as simple as every teacher in the school deciding to tell the kids why they turned the lights out before they went, to, you know, before they go to uh, recess, or every teacher in the in the school developing a little recycling place where kids can put their paper, their waste paper, instead of in the garbage. And you'll see how the Go Green Initiative is not a curriculum if you check out our planning guide, which, again, is found in the upper right-hand corner of the homepage of our website, gogreeninitiative.org. And really what we want schools to do is sit together, talk about how they'll create a campus 
that lives and breathes environmentally responsible behavior. We've all heard that actions speak louder than words. And if kids are watching the adult role models in their lives, their teachers, their principals, the parent volunteers at school, if they're watching them recycle, if they're watching them conserve energy and conserve water, that's going to teach them more about how to interact with the environment than any curriculum ever could. They're watching what we do. And so really the Go Green initiative is about setting a great example. Adults on campus showing kids, not just telling them uh, what environmentally responsible behavior looks like. And so we teach adults how to do that for the sake of, of children. If you advance to slide 19, um, this is the answer to the age-old question, how am I supposed to pay for this? Yes, the Go Green Initiative sounds great, Jill. We love it. Sounds neat. But how am I supposed to pay for this? Well, I'm going to answer that question for you in detail after this commercial break. We're going to be going to commercial, but don't go away. I'm going to answer that question, how do we pay for environmental education in our community, on our campus? We'll be right back with more Go Green Radio. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? or 14%. Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Hi, my name is Aaron, and I'm a survivor of mannequinism. Mannequinism is basically when you turn into a hard plastic shell. They say it's from not being politically active. For me, it started when I didn't register to vote, and then I stopped volunteering, and before I knew it, I wasn't doing anything. And that's when I found a small patch of plastic on my right shoulder. Protect yourself from mannequinism. Log on to fightmannequinism.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Interstate Sportsman Talk radio show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network with hunting and fishing info news. Talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 Eastern for the Interstate Sportsman on the Voice America channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back, folks. 
We're having a great time today on Go Green Radio. And for those of you just joining us, we have an audio-visual experience for you today on Go Green Radio. It's not enough just to talk. We have to show you what we're up to. So I would love for you to don't turn off this uh, tab in your web browser because we want you to keep listening to voiceamerica.com. Open up a new web browser and join the rest of us. Um, We are on gogreeninitiative.org. That's our website. Click on the blog tab, and there you will find a slideshow called An Overview of the Go Green Initiative. And we've been going through this little slideshow together so that we can all be on the same page, quite literally. Now, we are on slide, let's see, 19, called How Will My School Pay for This? We've been talking about the Go Green Initiative, which I have called often my fourth baby. I have three kids. They are the reason that I'm involved with going green to begin with. Because, like so many parents, I would do anything to ensure that my kids have a healthy, prosperous future. And I recognize that natural resources, clean air, clean water, and ample amounts of clean energy are part of a healthy and prosperous future for my children. And that's why I wrote the Go Green Initiative back in March and May uh, during that time frame of 2002 because I wanted to help do all that I could to help people like myself, parents, teachers, principals, people who love kids, do something very simple to help prepare the future for our children and to save natural resources on their behalf. Now, we've been talking about the Go Green Initiative and why it's so great and why people love it and why it's grown from my kitchen table to now the largest environmental education program in the world, operating in all 50 U.S. states and in 36 countries around the globe. But, you know, this is the question on slide 19, how will I pay for it, that a lot of folks think will trip me up, but I'm happy to say this is my favorite question. When people ask me how do I pay for it, I always smile and say, I'm glad you asked, because you don't have to. The Go Green Initiative is free. Schools, communities, businesses, churches, camps, whoever you are, if you want to register with the Go Green Initiative, you will never pay us a dime for anything that we give you on our website, that we give you with our attention, phone calls, emails that we receive from Go Green Initiative enthusiasts asking for help, asking for advice. Um, it's all free. So there you go. The Go Green Initiative can, however, help you raise money. Let's say you decide that you want matching recycling bins for all your classrooms, and you know that's going to cost you some money. Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. Now, first of all, the Go Green Initiative is nonprofit to the nth degree. Nobody involved in the Go Green Initiative is here to get rich, including myself. Um, so we don't have grants just from our organization, but there are a lot of corporations out there who do give grants. And one of my favorite stories just happened in the last few months. We have a school uh, that we're going to be talking about in our next newsletter. Um, they got a $25,000 grant from a corporation, how they do it? Well, they wrote up the grant application and they used a lot of information that they just cut and pasted off of the Go Green Initiative website. Do I mind? Heavens no. That's exactly why we put it up there, because everything that we have on the website is free and available to our schools. Use it for your benefit. And this school used a lot of the text and a lot of the vernacular that we talk about on the Go Green Initiative website, and it impressed the grant organization so much that they gave the school a $25,000 grant to expand their efforts to teach kids environmental education. Love it. That's exactly what we want to happen. And so a lot of sponsors and a lot of local businesses will help you. If you tell them you're part of the world's largest environmental education program and you tell them what kind of measurable environmental impact we're having, well, 
a lot of our schools can successfully get the money they need that way. But you know what? Sometimes our schools say, you know what, we want to teach our kids that recyclables have value, and we're going to do that by doing a fundraiser, by recycling. How is that accomplished? Well, very simply, your paper, your plastic, and your aluminum is recyclable for one reason and one reason only. It has value. When you recycle it, somebody, whether it's your waste hauler or a recycling broker, takes it and sells it to a company who's going to make it into something new. And it's oftentimes the reason that they buy this recyclable material is because it's cheaper than going and finding that material uh, in, a, in a fresh new way. Like, for instance, it is cheaper for a beverage company who puts their beverages in aluminum cans to buy cans that uh, people have recycled than it is to go out and mine for the metals, the precious metals it would take to create those new cans uh, from virgin material. And so that is why it is an actual business to be in recycling. So it's perfectly acceptable. If your school, if your community organization, if your church is recycling cans, to find out who could benefit, who will sell these cans, and ask for a part of the profit, ask for a little profit sharing. If you're doing the hard work of separating those recyclables from your waste stream, it's perfectly acceptable for you to be involved in making money off of that. So a lot of our schools do that. They'll recycle cell phones or recycle batteries or uh, printer cartridges, what have you, wherever they can find a market for those recyclable materials, and they make money off of it. And that's how people pay for the Go Green initiative if they incur any expenses at all. Well, we're on to slide 20, and this is a huge point. A lot of teachers have seen a million environmental education programs come and go, and a lot of them... Uh, really have no sympathy, no empathy whatsoever for teachers. And so it's very, very common for teachers to say, are you trying to kill me here? Are you trying to create more work? Because believe me, I'm not bored with these kids. I've got a lot of things to cover this year. Well, the great news is the Go Green Initiative does not create more work for teachers. Um, the Go Green Initiative, as I mentioned earlier in the show, is not an extracurriculum. It's about creating a campus culture of conservation. So we don't create more work for teachers. Now, the next question that I'm often asked on slide 21 of our little slideshow is how does my school join the Go Green Initiative? Does it take some vote on the part of some entity to say, okay, we can register? Nope, not at all. In fact, a lot of times schools join the Go Green Initiative because the principal or a teacher or somebody in the PTA has decided, you know what? I'll take the lead on getting the Go Green Initiative going at our school. They register the school and become the point person and the liaison between my organization and their school, and it's just as simple as that. If you go to our website, our homepage, which is www.gogreeninitiative.org, and you go up to the upper right-hand corner, one of the links that you'll see there is register. If you click on that, you'll see that within about... 30 to 45 seconds, you can register your school with the Go Green Initiative, and that's all it takes. Um, let's advance on now to slide 23. Click on that button and advance to slide 23, because what I want you to see are the building blocks of the Go Green Initiative. There are five Go Green Initiative principles. Green is actually an acronym, and you'll see there what green stands for. The G is generate compost. The first uh, the R there is recycle. The first E is educate. The next E is evaluate the environmental impact of all activities. 
And the N stands for Nationalized Principles of Responsible Paper Consumption. And if you notice, you can click through this slide at your leisure. You can look at the rest of this slideshow. You're going to see how we measure the success, how we implement each of the five elements of the Go Green Initiative. And quite frankly, it's really simple. If you go to our homepage in the upper right-hand corner and click on Planning Guide, you're going to see uh, 28 pages. I don't pretend that it's a real page-turner. It's not my greatest work of prose, but it is a fact-filled, very easy-to-follow planning guide that will walk you through each of these five elements of the Go Green Initiative, ask you a few simple questions that will help you assess where your campus community already is in terms of what you might be doing already to be fulfilling these five elements of the Go Green Initiative, and then there are some simple ways for you to walk through a process of setting goals to achieve more under each of these five principles of the Go Green Initiative. Now, don't get nervous. A lot of people think, oh, my goodness, five principles, five elements of the Go Green Initiative? I can't do all of that in one school year. Let not your heart be troubled. That's not what we're asking you to do. We're asking you only to pick and choose what you want to do. Ultimately, when your school becomes a very advanced Go Green Initiative school, you might be doing all five of the Go Green Initiative principles, but just pick one. Pick one that you feel like you could be successful at in one school year and do that and get really good at it. And then when you're comfortable with it, go on to the next one. And it's just as simple as that. I can't iterate enough uh, the fact that the Go Green Initiative is there to help you succeed. We don't ask you to do anything you don't want to. We help support and encourage and celebrate the successes based on the goals and objectives that you set for yourself. So that's what the Go Green Initiative is all about. It's empowering the schools, businesses, organizations, churches, camps, whoever, to do what they know is most important for their region, for their location, in terms of protecting the natural resources that our children are going to need in the future. Folks, it's been great being with you, as always, on Go Green Radio. I hope you'll join us again next week, same time, same place, for more Go Green Radio. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.